The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome to We Knows Parenting, the parenting podcast hosted by real-life parents. I'm Beth Newell. And I'm Peter McNerney. We're not experts, but we do have two children. This is the podcast where we compare notes on our week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beth, we've been together sort of more this week, and it's been very exciting. Yeah, work has calmed down. We're recording in the daytime, which is nice. I feel not like I'm just whispering into a microphone at the end of the day. Can I'm going to say something controversial. I love you more in the daytime. Oh, thank you. Is that a weird thing is to that, say? Why is that controversial? Is the implication is that I don't love you at other times? Uh, I'll take all that back. I I love you all the time, but uh, I don't love working with you when we're both tired and we want to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm worried um, that we're going to lose listeners on the episodes where we're recording at 9 p.m. <laughs> and I'm just droning on into the microphone no we're just gonna lose my mom who can tell that we're not enjoying ourselves and then she won't enjoy herself and she <laughs> really she can, hates it when i mention her on the podcast i love you mom can use us uh as one of her sleep podcasts that she listens to in the middle of the night when oh she yeah she asleep. loves uh podcasts to fall asleep to i think a lot of people do if you use our podcast to fall asleep please write it to let us know <laughs> I think it'd be too agitating to hear about parenting while you're trying to fall asleep. Yeah, it's not the most soothing topic. Um, also, recording in the daytime means you stole my coffee cup again. Yeah, well, mine's right there. They're the same. Yeah, I had to go fill up yours, which means I think that you are drinking coffee with collagen supplements in it. Ooh, does that mean I've got good skin now? It's good for your skin and joints. Yeah, well, the, in my defense, the coffee cup was completely empty, so... Mm. You're still getting a little collagen in there. I'll take it. This is a tip I learned from my mom group, which I do everything they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this podcast really is just what <laughs> Beth learned from her Facebook mom group this week. Um, this reminds me of the time that <laughs> I think maybe you tweeted this where uh, I found out that the gummy vitamins that I had been eating from you were like women's supplements and you were sort of offended that I stopped taking them after that. Stop Did you eat them? It. I had one or two, and you're like, those are women's supplements. And I was like, oh. Uh, I thought it was just that the woman on the label scared you off of them, which I think is Well, funny. it does. Women are terrifying. Well, anyway, anyway, vitamins this are week, just for women. Uh, this men, week, men, you're perfect as you are. Yeah, we don't need anything. Um, um, big news this week is perhaps maybe one of the, the greatest fuck-ups of my parenting career thus far ended up uh, turning out okay, and that was, I failed to register. Well, we failed, um, I mean, but yeah, you. Uh, but I was the one that was like, I'm. Yeah, well, yeah, failed to register Bryn for preschool um, on time. In fact, yeah, I missed we, the deadline by four months. We are. I don't think this is universal. We're lucky enough to live in a state that has 
pre public pre K, which mm-hmm. we uh, definitely need and do not want to be paying for private pre K. I don't know if it's the whole state because the at least our friends from daycare the town over seem to think that there was not oh, universal pre K. Yeah, I think it's New York City does have it and not everywhere, but our town is lucky enough to have it, which is yeah. great, and we should have. Been much more on top of well, taking I, advantage of that. In my defense, it was I tried. I just don't know how to read. Uh, yeah. Last year, and in my defense, I, was, I told you multiple times when you claimed that he wasn't old enough. I said I think he is old enough. You should go recheck that. Yeah. And well, you, you didn't check either. Last year, I went insist, to the website. You kept insisting. That I mean, you, it was dumb. I went to the website <laughs> and I looked up the information, and I absorbed something unexpected. I was like, I was like, it starts in January. That's weird. Why isn't it the regular school year? Oh, well. Anyway, you eventually re-looked into it, realized you The deadline, wrong. the submission time period was January through February. Okay, so we got on the wait list. And, and we got into pre-K. Yay. And we are very, very lucky that our daycare um, is going to drive him to afternoon pre-K and pick him up. Which yeah. Daycare, um, the woman who runs daycare, her son is in the same section, is the same age. And so we just take them to daycare and they do the rest. We can go on being wildly successful artists in our industries. And wildly negligent of our children's day-to-day lives. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how we would do without that daycare thing. Yeah. Um, I guess our kid just wouldn't go to pre-K, which is... Whatever. He's smart. He knows all his letters. He knows all his numbers. Yeah. Um, But does he know how... He could learn some (laughs) self-control. He could uh, definitely use it. The other thing this week I will say about our kids is that they have been funny and on this week. Yeah. Comedically. But they've also been insane and having crazy tantrums. Uh, It's been all passion. And I think the thing now is that they're like joined at the hip in a certain way where they mm-hmm. feed off each other's energy in both good and bad ways. Oh, yeah. So they make each other laugh hysterically and it's great. And I'm glad that they have each other. But yeah. it's when they're tantruming, they now decide to like have these co-tantrums where one of them starts up and then finally comes down and then the other one starts up. And um, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's kind of funny because they're both yeah so crazy. I, I'd say, yeah, I'll take this insanity over over younger babies' insanity because it is so truly funny and interesting. May, I mean, Maven has taken the biggest step in in this developing personality. Yeah, where they, she got really loud and aggressive, and what, she just started yelling the other day. In those were nonsense words, right? Yeah. Well, what I think is funny is that Bryn is. Maybe the most stubborn person I've ever met, but Maven have is. Have you met you? <laughs> oh, burn! Maven I'm so is sorry. a tantrum innovator, mm-hmm. and she finds <laughs> new ways to tantrum, and she, and then she gives Bryn new ideas for how to have his tantrums. So she's like, she's developed this new scream, yeah, uh, which is just <laughs> as high pitched as she can. Can you turn away from the microphone and give us an example? And she's just like, ah! I can't even do it. It's so. Oh, I can't do it. It's so it's such a little girl high pitched thing, and she just does it over and over. It's like a punch in the eyeball. And I think Bryn is trying to do it, and he can't quite hit the register. And you can see he knows it is not quite right, but he's trying to do it because he knows it's the worst sound. And they know how powerful it is because they do it, and I stare right at them, and then they stare right back at yeah, me. Yeah, I'm and trying it's like to ignore it. Showdown you're, at the OK Corral. You're feeding into it a little bit. I hate it. Um. It's say, powerful. I'm scared of it. Yeah. Let me sneeze. You. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, this is the lingeriest sneeze I've ever. Oh, God okay. damn it. Missed I'll it. say, you know, we both have strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. as parents. And sure. you're better at putting your foot down when it comes to, like, snacks and things. Mm-hmm. But you are more likely to feed into the tantrum fights yeah and you you build on it sometimes i i make a real point that if i put my foot down about something i'm not gonna 
bail on it. Right. But and what the fault is was like when I picked the wrong battle. You do. And sometimes you decide to put your foot down on things that are just do not need to affect us in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm, I've just made a full breakfast on a Saturday morning and I want to sit down and enjoy it. And you decide to try to force our children to sit down with us so that I have to eat during a scream fight. <laughs> There's something I recently have become really nostalgic of, about my family's like it's dinner time, no elbows on the table, napkin in your lap, and it's too early f- to expect that from them. But I, I want to start putting pieces of that in. Like, you can't leave the table until we're done eating. And the only piece of that I've accomplished is that I know I can't keep Bryn at the table if he wants to leave. But at least he now says, "May I be excused?" And I'm making <laughs> Pete McNerney proud. Incredible. My dad. Um. Oh, the other Maven tantrum innovation is that um, I was trying to get her to sit down at the table and she threw a full glass of milk on the floor yeah. and she kept trying to do it again. And now Bryn has picked up on that this is a, a fighting technique that he can try to use. Well, it's probably three days ago. They spilled like three cups of milk on the rug. And so I was like, no more liquid in the living room. And it was like a real strict rule for like 45 minutes. And then I was like, I can't enforce this. <laughs> Impressive. Um, I have I have a random correction I want to throw in. I don't know where else in the episode to do it. So last episode or the episode before, I uh, talked about uh, again my mom. Sorry, sorry, mom, you're a huge part of my life. I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> Is uh, that she was a twin and that her parents had four kids under I claimed five years old when they were born. My mom texted me and corrected me. They had four children under two and a half. When my mom was born. And then ultimately they had seven children under 10 years old. I just want to say this is why we need access to birth control. And <laughs> you should call your senators about this. Because uh, look, look how terrible this, this turned out for uh, them and for me. I'm, well, I'm not sure they had any other choice. This was the th- 50s. 50s. Uh, no, the, this the, this is not an example. This was intentional. I don't think the 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 twins. Were. I'm sure it was fine. I'm just saying they most did take a little break women, after the twins. Most women never want that to be a part of their lives ever. Seven children under ten. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Anyway, mom, cr- the record has been corrected, and I am so much more impressed. I'm, with the, I'm my incredibly impressed. And I think it's amazing and should be applauded. And I also think that no one should ever have to do that if well, they don't. Doesn't just to. explain my mom all the more that she's the exact middle of seven children, and you have no control. You have no, mm-hmm. of the world around you when there's that much going on. So you, you know, you go with the flow. Anyway, I promise we'll never talk about you again, mom, until <laughs> right. you yeah, become right. until you're relevant, which you will always be. Uh... <laughs> This next segment is called Did You Knows? This is a segment where Peter shares a fact about parenting. This one is really interesting. Um, This is an article I found in the Wall Street Journal um, with some surprising results. Headline, kids today are actually more patient than kids 50 years ago. So you have probably heard of the marshmallow test. This is a a test uh, to... uh, uh, measure kids' level of self-control. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. so they'll put a kid in a room, and there's two plates. And uh, one of them has one marshmallow, and the other plate has two marshmallows or cookies or whatever. Right. And there's a bell in the middle. And they tell this kid, and this is like three- or four-year-olds, preschool-age kids, um, at any point, uh, the, the researcher says, I, I have to leave the room for a second, but at any point you want to eat the one cookie, ring this bell... And I'll come in and you can eat that one cookie right away. But if you wait until I come back without ringing the bell, I will give you two cookies. So they did this study in the 60s -hmm. um, with like the 150 to 200 kids um, uh, around this one university. Then they did it again in the 80s. Uh, and again, more recently with a much bigger pool of kids. And they have found over this 50 years that three- and four-year-olds have increased their ability to wait 
for the thing. So they measured that the second the kid licks or picks up or takes a bite of the thing, that's their time. There's a really funny like TV video of this some like news uh thing where they did this they videotaped kids doing the marshmallow test Mm -hmm. and there's these kids trying so hard to be patient and not eat the marshmallow and they like one of the kids starts slowly like picking little pieces off the marshmallow and eating those it's so funny to watch yeah i mean most kids fail i think (laughs) by the end but it's the amount of time it takes and they've improved by like two minutes in (laughs) 50 years i believe that i think I imagine there's a lot of reasons for that, but I think there's the way that we deal with kids has evolved Mm -hmm. a lot. And I think this like, like what you're talking about of your dad having everyone sit at the table, not that it's necessarily a bad thing for older kids, but I think the expectations for little kids years ago was so strict and severe. And they, they've shown that like this, this is not entirely scientific what I'm saying, but I know there's something to back it up where they, these kids that they're putting in schools earlier and trying to get them mm-hmm. to sit still at a desk and not have resource, re, recess and not run around and stuff. These kids are more likely to have like ADD and different things where they act out because they're bottling up all this energy that kids are supposed to have. Well, that was actually my same reaction. And I read more in this article, and they don't totally know what the difference is, but some of the strongest theories are one, way more kids are going to pre-K. And again, a big part of pre-K is learning about self-control and and, uh, social dynamics and that. And another, um, also there's theories that maybe nutrition has improved so maybe they oh yeah, I would believe that. I'm also even. I would imagine even kids who were getting proper nutrition, like their access to cookies and marshmallows, were not like mm-hmm. common. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can have our kids could probably find a cookie. It's all all we have to do is leave the room, and they'll find a cookie. <laughs> but the most uh, interesting, but not surprising, statistic was the amount of time that parents spend interacting with their kids and apparently in the 60s uh parents spent an average of 36 minutes interacting directly with their kids per day and in uh 1998 that doubled went up to like 78 minutes a day and i feel like now we spend so much time talking to our kids and like we're building a social relationship with them whereas I think our parents' generation and definitely the generation before that, kids were left much more on their own. That like by interacting, you mean like directly engaging and talking yeah, to them, talking okay. to them. And actually, we just watched. The, we were just. I was watching uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, and he had a great point, which was he was claiming he was with uh, Alec Baldwin that they were the first generation to have a childhood and I was like what and then you think about it like our grandparents you know had way less of a quote-unquote childhood Mm -hmm. where they were very much seen and not heard you you go to work right away like my my dad tells stories of going to visit his his grandfather my great-grandfather who um you know came up during the great depression and when they went on vacation he would just constantly be put to work like pulling yeah. poison ivy and and digging well, up tree my trunks. Grandfather was saying, when, like when I was younger, like not only was he um, impressed that we had like after school activities and sports and stuff, but he was couldn't believe how much homework we got because when he was a kid, you would go to an after school job right after work mm-hmm. after school because you had he was like helping to support his family yeah. from a young age, and he couldn't like the teachers would never have tried to give them homework because these kids had actual work to do yeah I mean, that, that same great grandfather uh he grew up the the youngest of like seven or eight irish uh, immigrant family like his parents were uh potato farmers you know actually that's not true but very poor uh, uh irish immigrants and he was the only he put himself through dartmouth you know, and none of them had any education and he figured out and he went to Dartmouth and worked the entire time because he had to pay for all of it himself. And that ethic then, uh, you know, affects the next generations. But our parents, the baby boomers, that post, uh, post-World post War II 
era is like sort of the birth of what we think of as like right. you know summer camp I, and I think back to the marshmallow test it's just mm-hmm. it is like the amount of time you're able to spend with your kid and talk to your kid mm-hmm. and like model patience for them because I yeah. think they're picking up on our energy and what we're trying to do and I know when I have like a lot of work to do and I'm trying to squeeze it in while I'm in the home with our kids which never is a thing that's able to happen mm-hmm. It's like they're picking up on that energy and then they get agitated and then they want my attention more. And it's like they're just – the fact that I think like our generation has had parents around who have been able to like engage with us. Yeah. Is and like, obviously that's not everybody's experience. But, right, but right, way, right. way more uh, generationally. Like I think, for example, yesterday Bryn was having a bit of a meltdown in the car. Uh, and it usually comes when the exciting things are happening because you guys went to Smashburger and you met me getting off the train and that yeah, was different. Yeah, he really can't handle and He was so excited. <laughs> and so, of course, he had a meltdown in the car that involved him screaming and he threw a toy car from the back seat into the front seat. And, yeah, and I, I ended get... up threatening him. I was like, there's going to be no no TV tonight. And you could see him really consider that. And I've never threatened that before. Yeah, he doesn't understand those threats, though. No, well, here's the thing. He understood because I kept, without being, I didn't want to be a jerk about it, but I kept reminding him. I know, but it doesn't really make him behave usually. It just makes him rage harder. Well, he kept, as he went on, of course he was still upset, but he kept going, like, no, no to not TV. (laughs) No, I don't want not TV. And I was like, well, do you know why? Why we're not going to do TV? And I reminded him of the things that he'd done every time he brought it up. And you could see that it was it was settling in. I mean, I had an insane fight with him the other day because I tried to bribe them to come inside because, first of all, I was trying to get them out of the car. They both climbed into the trunk and then they took the She sh- did too? Well, no, she asked to get into the trunk. And because I was waiting for him to stubbornly get out, I just put her in the trunk while I let them wait it out for a minute. Then they, they took off their shoes in the trunk. So then what I is got it, the them. shoes being taken uh, off? They keep taking off their shoes everywhere. So then I, I took them out of the car, left the shoes because I was just trying to cut my losses, mm-hmm. uh, get them outside. Then they want to play on the hill. It's they're playing on the hill. I'm trying to be patient because it's not like we really had anywhere to be besides mm-hmm. feeding them dinner. Yeah. So letting them play outside for a bit. Then I like I can see they're going to get tired and hungry, so I'm trying to get them inside. And they obviously don't want to go inside. So I I uh, offered them ice cream. I guess this wasn't dinner because I wouldn't have offered them ice cream. But I are you sure? <laughs> this was Saturday afternoon oh, yeah, after yeah. you left or yeah, Sunday yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. This so anyway, I offer them ice cream. We go inside. We, I'm getting them ice cream. I dish it into two dishes. Bryn sees the container of ice cream that I'm dishing from and decides that he needs to have the entire container, like not a single serving, but all of it. So then he had like a rage tantrum for like 20 minutes or more, and wouldn't even just eat the ice cream I was giving him because he was insisting on having all the ice cream. So then yeah. I was like, okay, you get no ice cream. So it took like all this time of him raging to finally calm down and settle for one serving of ice cream. See, <laughs> that's the difference like, is at this point now, like once I say no ice cream, there's no ice cream. I know, but he, I just needed him to chill out because he was dehydrated and yeah. I needed him to calm down and drink some water. Yeah. Well, Mavens have a couple weird freakouts in the middle of the night. And so for two nights, we gave her a cup of milk in the middle of the night, which we don't do anymore. Like they were so addicted to milk that I made a big roll. It's like, there's no milk after you brush your teeth. But we broke that rule for two nights. And so then the next night when she was fine, then she demanded milk and now thinks it's an option. And we had to like build that thing back up. They're smart. They remember. It's like they're little people. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
a lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. All right, now it's time for Do You Know What He Said? This is where we present the other with three potential real quotes from our three-and-a-half-year-old Bryn. One of them is real, and two of them are fake, unless you're Beth and you break the rules last time and you make two of them real. But whatever. Um, you have one, Beth. I have one as well. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go first present to you, okay? Okay. So here's the context. We're coming home from daycare. Uh, we come inside, and that's usually where I get the mail, and there's a, a big package for us, which is a, it's a large flat box, probably clothes for you. By the way, you're really ordering a lot of clothes online these days. Yeah. But, okay, that's fine. Just, I am. just acknowledging it. No judgment. I don't have time to shop. This is the, I think, uh, I, I, I think it's the, it's the, it's every, fine. Everyone does this these days, but I think especially moms are just ordering everything online because when else am I going to get to buy anything? Well, I mean, there is time and that's, but. But that, I, but I am trying to find time on the weekends to write. I, I support see my children. I support this. I'm not, I'm just saying it's possible, but you're doing it for a good reason so that you can interact with your kids for more than 78 minutes a day. Um, anyway, so I pick up this box. And Bryn says to me, one of these three things. He says, oh, good. My package is here. (laughs) He says, daddy, did you get another pizza? (laughs) He says to me, daddy, is that a cake or an email? Hmm. Now, keep in mind, he loves super wings his favorite show ever which is about anthropomorphic airplanes that deliver packages so he's he understands the concept mm-hmm. i think he said oh good my package is here uh no he did not he has said that before but he says it when he's playing by himself with uh his toys but no he said to me very earnestly daddy is that a cake or an email 
<laughs> and boy, I did not know how to respond to that. Is that an email? I wonder what, how he even made the connection to email. I well, guess the word mail. Yeah, what does he... Oh, that's, that is an obvious... <laughs> I was like, I was like, couldn't fathom, what does he think an email is? I think and, he now knows what a text is, because I'll say I'll text mama. He knows it involves my phone, but I don't think... It's not like I say I'm going to email somebody. He and Maven have started quoting Super Wings in a way that's very weird. It's like a, it's like they're quoting a commercial because <laughs> Maven keeps being like, "We deliver." That show is nothing but catchphrases. Yeah. Every time one of those fucking Super Wings shows up, they're like, "I'm Donnie on time every time." Yeah, Maven kept going, "I'm Jet on time every I'm time." I'm sorry, that's Jet's catchphrase. He has to say it for every goddamn kid he meets around the globe. <laughs> The only benefit of that show I can see is that Bryn is learning about countries because every day, every episode, a plane goes to a different country. And then he runs into trouble and he's got to call Jimbo and get another super wing to help him. He's helpless, that jet. They Maven is always like playing some weird game where she's stuck in something like she pretends to be yeah. stuck and i think it's from that show because they're always that's every caught. episode and she's like she'll like pretend her foot is caught in something and be like help help me and that is we did this just turned into a we knows what they're walk, watching segment still better than anything on youtube so i tolerate it but oh uh, i have to say peter deleted youtube from both of our apple tvs not from both yes well then they're synced because they accidentally deleted it from one because the remote was running low on back i don't know i don't believe it was an accident listen the thing you can rightfully accuse me of is i did not put any effort into putting it back <laughs> but i am not so stupid thinking that if i just delete this this is going to solve a problem it's just a very aggressive move it would be if that's what it was Okay. Oh boy, um, it's been a really... I've got one. Okay. Did Bryn say of these three things, I'm a dirty boy? <laughs> Can you put some mud in my dump? <laughs> I'm the mommy and you're the butt. <laughs> Which of those three things? They're all plausible, but I'm going to guess, and I'm, I think I understand the logic of, I'm going to put some, will you put some mud in my dump? Because I think he was playing with a dump truck. Yeah, he was playing with a dump truck. Yes. Can you put some mud in my dump? (laughs) I love the idea that the back of a dump truck's whatever is called its dump. (laughs) Well, I'm yeah. Can you put some mud in my dump? It also it sounds like a rap song. If I drove a dump truck, I'd pull it up to the construction site and I'd be like, "Hey, fellas, you got some mud for my dump." And then I'd be the you'd, least cool member yeah, of the construction site. Yeah, you'd be the stock of the construction team. Uh, how would I do in that social circle? Uh, you, um, you don't, you, you don't blend in well to blue collar <laughs> circles. I Boy, will say. Hmm. Why? Why? <laughs> that's a bold accusation. I won't fully reject it. There's some implications to it I don't support, but I think this is more, I am awkward around most people. Mm, that's let's, a bigger thing we need to unpack. I don't know if this, I don't know just if leave it at this, that for this now. segment can, uh, <laughs> uh, can deal with it properly. Okay. Um, and that has been. Do you notice what he said? Put some mud in my dump. This next segment's called What Do They Knows? This is where we check in with our children to find out what they know. Um, Brayden, what do you think about our podcast? I want to keep hearing that. Do you like to listen to Mommy and Daddy's podcast? I want to keep hearing it. But do you like it? Yes. Why do you like it? Because I keep do. Because you keep do? Yeah. You just like hearing Mommy and Daddy, or do you think what we're saying is interesting or funny? Funny. You think it's funny to hear us talk? Yeah. Do you know that we're talking about you? Why? Why? Because you're funny. I want it. I, I want to keep hearing it. Um, okay. But, uh, you got to talk to me first. Okay. I want to I interview you. Okay. What is your favorite food? Don't touch that. Um, is peanut... It, it's, um, um, I don't know. 
Yeah. You're gonna say peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Is that your favorite? Yeah, it's my, it's my favorite lunch. It's a good lunch. Uh, All right, what's your favorite TV show? Um, Super Wings. What do you like about Super Wings? I like ordering or ordering a package. You like kids ordering packages and getting them delivered by anthropomorphic robot planes? Uh-huh. Cool. Who's your favorite member of the family? Um, Grand Albert. Grandadalbert? No, Grand Albert. Grand Albert. Your favorite member of our family is a cartoon airplane? It's... No, it's a um, propeller. It's a propeller that has a propeller here, and it's Grand Albert. Oh, Grand Albert. Well, my question is, who's your favorite person in your family? Um, only Mommy. Only Mommy. Mommy's a good pick. Uh-huh. So I want, so I, so I like only Mommy. Oh, you don't like me? No, or Maven. You don't like Maven either? No. That's too bad. Only, only Mommy. Okay, who's your favorite daddy? Um, I like, I like, I like Regis's daddy, but not my daddy. <laughs> Only Lucas's daddy. You know, I'm your daddy, right? Um, 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 there was two hands like this, and he gave him two punches. A fist bump? Yeah, a fist bump. Oh, your sister is crying. Should we get her up from her nap? Yeah. All right. Uh oh, she's crying. Hey, Maven. Hi, Maven. I got, I got a block. Did you have a good nap, Maven? <laughs> no, are you okay? Uh-huh. We got an itch. Uh-huh. Well, let's change that diaper. All right, say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> wow. That was stone cold. Wow. Lucas's dad is the winner. I gotta say, I thought it would hurt less the second time. <laughs> no, it it digs digs deeper. You know, you give one kid a fist bump, and suddenly you're the favorite daddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you could be doing more to. Uh, I gotta up my up, dad game. Up your dad game. <laughs> you know, this is. Uh, I'm I'm sort of. Uh, I'm committing a bit to being the the bad guy uh, parent, and I'm trying to soften <laughs> that, but this. I feel like, again, we've talked about that we both worked as the lunchroom playground monitors uh, after school at a, at a school in Brooklyn for a long time. Mm-hmm. And boy, I was the most hated uh, member of the faculty because I, I would follow the rules and I was not there to be people's friends. And I, I thought I was cool and relaxed, but boy, mean Mr. McNerdy. It's, it's not fun being the bad guy. Um, you know, it's funny that reminded me when I was a teenager, I would babysit for my next door neighbors mm-hmm. and there, um, I was leaving one day and this little girl didn't want me to leave and she was like hugging me and she said, Beth, I wish you were my mommy. And she said <laughs> it in front of her mom who was heartbroken, which is like, obviously it's just a kid, I think kids yeah. say, cause they're not thinking, but it's like so hurtful. <laughs> I, I I mean I don't actually would never actually take that seriously no, because of course you're excited not. about the person that's not the one that says you can't have TV right 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 that's why grandparents have the sweetest gig around I'm sure also presented with the actual reality of being taken from their mom yeah no 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 <laughs> this, this is true I my, but my point is my feelings aren't hurt despite what it sounds like and I'm okay with all of this ah. Uh, I really hate Super Wings, though. But it's you better than YouTube. You just hate anything that isn't your TV. Ugh, I, I didn't used to hate Super Wings. It's just now on relentlessly. Uh, it's just weird to me because when they're watching TV, I generally ju- just don't take it personally because it's not for me. I, I'm... I make a bigger deal of it on this podcast than I do in real life. It's <laughs> no, not like I'm you make a big deal of it in real life. It's you... not, although I have had conversations with Bryn where I'm like, Bryn, buddy, we've seen both seasons of this 400 times. Don't you want to watch something else? He goes, no. I'm like, the same thing's going to happen. And then he goes, yeah, and explains it. I'm like, you're right. Do you think right. that your mom yeah. loved Ewok Adventure? Of course she did. It's the best movie of all time. 
I don't know about that. Don't you dare. I literally have in this drawer in my desk. Hold on. I'm holding in my hand my uh, grandmother's VHS recorded from TV copy of the Ewok Adventure, which was later renamed Caravan of Courage. Um, we don't have a VCR anymore, but this is one of my most prized possessions. And your family let you watch that thousands of times over and over and over again, and it's not a good movie. You shut your mouth. You get out of here. If you want this marriage to continue, you will never speak ill of this movie again. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not a great movie, I but it's my favorite movie. Really soothing about letting kids watch the same things over and over again because they're not they. I are, know are like learning more. In mm-hmm. multiple viewings than they are watching like 10 million different things all the time. I totally agree. I, I'm I'm being just charming and hilarious with my, my kid commentary. <laughs> it, it does drive me nuts, you but do I don't think it's a bad thing visibly agitated for him. and argue with him about The what? YouTube I am genuinely against because I think it makes him irritated and he's actually not learning anything. This is good. It's just annoying. Uh, let's compromise and say... He, similar to Super Wings, he's watching the same YouTube videos on a loop every time. Yeah, but those are literally like count to ten. These are the colors. He knows these things. But Super Wings, he's learning about Mongolia. He's learning about I Croatia. I don't think he could tell you one thing about Mongolia or Croatia. Well, I didn't think so either because he was just obsessed with the planes. But then they had an episode where like, we're going to Peru. And he turns to me and he goes, that's in South America. And I was like, what? And okay. then I was like, show me. And I pulled out the globe and he hates the globe. He's like, stop trying to teach me the globe. I'm watching Super Wings. He's like, I parrot things I've heard. Don't you know this? You're also a mimic. I don't absorb any of the information. Facts are great, whether you mean to know them or not. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. 
Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Knows, where we listen to some questions and comments from our listeners. We've been getting some lovely emails from a woman named Barb. Barb! Barb uh, writes to us. She listens to our podcast at work, which she refers to as cubicle land. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. Um, it, it paints the perfect picture. She She's lovely. Why don't you read her? Okay, so Barb writes us a lot, and I'm beginning to think, Barb, that you're writing to us so that you don't have to work. <laughs> and I also think that probably you're not allowed to be on Facebook at work, but nobody's going to question why you're writing an email, and I want to say we support and love this. <laughs> So Barb has kids, and Barb has sent us a lot of great advice. Um, uh, I'm just going to read the most recent one. Subject line, Beth getting elbowed. I've created a character for you, Barb, but I'm going to read it how I picture you, because uh, you seem very joyous. Here it is. Ready? Ha-ha! Oh, Beth, I feel your pain. My almost five-year-old is constantly elbowing me in, elbowing me in the chesticle area. Or he'll use his elbow to prop himself up, but the, uh, but the surface he's using is me! Oh my god, does it hurt. I'm sure getting kicked in the nuts hurts, Peter, but lady chesticles are in much more plain view and in the general war path. I've caught myself thinking, this must be how women get breast cancer. They get pummeled to smithereens by their kids, and then later on, their fun bags aren't sturdy anymore because they've been tenderized. Boom. Okay. So maybe that's not so, so scientific. And yes, I'm using ridiculous words because I'm emailing from work and have to watch my language. LOL. Stay safe, you two. Barb from Harrisburg. Barb, I love picturing you at work um, sending these these emails. Just not doing your work. I love the idea that her company, their email might be filtering words like chest. So she has to use the word chesticle to get around it. Oh, I don't think that was what she's avoiding. <laughs> I think she's just enjoying the word chesticles, <laughs> which I've never heard before. Um, but I will start using now. Um, yeah. Well, any language I, in here that could be flagged? Does that happen? Work culture where they flag certain words? It's possible. I don't know. They do I mean, the technology exists for sure. Yeah. I don't understand what it's like to have a real job. So I can't say for sure, but they do do, I know they like do things like blocking Facebook and all sorts of things and they, Oh yeah. There's um, a lot of that. I think they can read your emails a lot of time. I don't sure, know why chesticle would be less offensive to them in this situation. I'm pretty confident <laughs> chesticle is not on the filter list. What else is it? Nuts? No, you can't filter nuts. Um, um anyway, I will say this is a wildly unrelated story, but in college, uh, I got caught at a dorm party uh, where there was alcohol and like we got busted by the RAs. And so they filtered everyone out of this room and they took our names. And I was one of the few people like everyone tried to give the wrong name. And I went up there and I'm like real about rules. And I was like, my name is Peter McNerney. Here's my ID. Uh, which ultimately got me in less trouble than other people. But then I got called into like the disciplinary uh, office a, a week later. And um, they're like, you know, and I was like, yes, I take full responsibility, blah, blah, blah. But then they go, we want to know. They've been doing like their investigation and they pulled up an email from my roommate, Blake, <laughs> uh, who, you know, and, um, who was not there at the party, but she's like, can you please answer for this email and had records to his, his Northwestern email. And she's like, she read this email to me and she's like, hell of a party friendos. Oh, that was so like killer. Does anyone have a vacuum? We need to clean up from that crazy party. Love El Blaco. And she, she read this <laughs> and he like wasn't on their list. And so she's like, so Blake was at this party, but he wasn't. And so I was like, no, I had to explain that like, no. Kids like, have parties all the time. I was like, well, no, he's like just acknowledging there was a party and was like making a dumb joke. But like she was like a little oh, no. smug and she was like ready. She thought this was a real gotcha moment. And her just being saying, uh -huh. love, 
She looked at me and goes, love, El Blaco. I love No, I actually think she said El Blaco. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's pronounced El Blaco, which was his like AOL screen name from sixth That's grade. So funny. I but love ultimately, that, like, I don't think he got in trouble because I, I stood up for him. It's funny that like the nerdy kid who's trying to like clean up after the party is the one who's <laughs> going to get in trouble because he like it's used true. the word party. He literally, I think, just like got out of the dorm to hang out with his girlfriend because he's like, I don't want to be a part of this. It's also so funny. I uh, school administrators are so funny and amazingly bad at this sort of thing where they have insight into all of the kids emails and then they just give that information away to a kid randomly like hey we can see everything you guys are writing yeah why did she tell me she should never have told you that well she's like was your roommate Blake there and I go no and she goes well can you explain this email (laughs) but then I did convincingly and she was like oh okay and then I was put on some sort of probation, which meant nothing unless I did something else wrong. And I didn't. And I graduated and I'm fine. I hate breaking the rules. Anyway, Barb, <laughs> um, if I reply to your email and I put in a bunch of red flag words, will you get in trouble? I would never do that to you, Barb, but I'm a little tempted to see. I won't. <laughs> this has been Listeners Want to Know. We love you, Barb. This has been We Knows Parenting. Thanks so much for listening. If you would like to uh, hear more from me, Peter McNerney, you can check out the really wonderful kids podcast, Story Pirates. Um, or uh, Beth, what's up with you? You can find me at redactors.com. You can find me on Twitter at Beth New. And uh, please send us uh, in your wonderful wonderful listener mail if you have questions or you just like to share something or if you have some would-you-knows. Um, we love all of that. Send um in. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Oh, yes. Please rate and review just so I don't go back and read all the negative ones and feel bad about yeah, myself. Yeah, give us some nice ones. Yeah, tell us how cool we are. Or, or don't. We're not very cool. Oh, hell yeah, we are. I'm going to cut out that part. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 